So we are uh, continuing in our series, Evangelism 101, How Do I Share My Faith? And so last week, we looked at the three circles method. And so tonight we're going to look at a new method. Um, and tonight we're going to look at what is called uh, the gospel tree. But before we do that, I just want to go over what our definition of evangelism again and the gospel we're sharing is from week one. So here's what evangelism, what are, why we do this. Evangelism is presenting Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit to sinful people in order that they may come to put their trust in God through him, to receive him as their savior, and to serve him as their king in the fellowship of his church. And then week one, we talked about how the gospel, we can tell that story in six parts. How God's kingdom reigns, that's when Adam and Eve was here and God started to establish his kingdom and everything was in perfect unity and harmony. But then rebellion in God's kingdom came where Adam and Eve ate of the tree. And so sin came into the world and infected and impacted everything. Then we have the beginning of redemption starting with Abraham and starting with Israel where God set his plan of redemption in motion to redeem all of mankind and all of creation back to him. But of course Israel would believe God's plan and then doubt God's plan and then stray away from God. And then we need to be brought back in and forgiven and say, all right, we're going to do it again this time, only to doubt and stray again. And on and on this broken circle goes until Jesus the King comes onto the scene and he lives a perfect sinless life, obeying all those commands that Israel couldn't, living out God's perfect design as it was meant to be, died on the cross, paying the penalty for all of our sins for all of time. And then now he calls us to join his kingdom in part five to call to join his kingdom where we can follow Christ, live for him now and go and tell other people and call on them to join him to see God's kingdom slowly advance until finally, in the last act, Jesus returns to complete his work, righting every wrong, just absolutely eradicating sin, wiping away every tear, and establishing his perfect kingdom. This is what the gospel is all about. And essentially, this is the gospel message that we share in all these different methods. And so tonight, the method we're going to be looking at is our family tree. So um, just like I asked last week, anybody ever heard of this method before? By show of hands, perfect. So it's going to be new for everybody. So this is actually one that um, Pastor Aaron and I, we got to learn this year, is that our local Concord Baptist Association, they put on a gospel conversation um, conference for this, just a mini one. So this actually was came up with by Pastor Sam Greer. He is the senior pastor of Red Bank Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So right here in our home state. And so it's where you can talk about our family tree in three different parts. And so where this comes from, it comes from 1 Peter 2, verse 24. But what I want to do first is I just want to pray first. And then I want to just jump in, look at this verse, and then just break it down. And then after I break down all these and teach all it, just like last week, after I pray, I want to give y'all time to actually practice this with one another. Practicing, like trying this out. And then I want us to come back together and I want us to talk about it. So let's pray first, and then we'll jump in. So Lord, we just thank you so much for tonight, and we just thank you uh, just for our living hope that's in Christ. We thank you that because the sinless Savior died, our sinful souls can be counted free. And so I pray as we just celebrate how Christ is the one that sets us free, Christ is the one that brings us from death to life, that it's also Christ that empowers us to go and tell others about him so that they can be set free too, so that, so that chains can be broken, so that people who think they can't be fixed saying, guess what, Christ can fix you, that there's no sin too great, that Christ cannot forgive. And this is this beautiful message that we go tell other people about. 
So I pray, would you equip us tonight as we learn this? Would you help equip us just with another way to be able to share just this amazing message of the gospel? And we pray that we take this and go back into our communities, proclaim this gospel message to others so that others can come to know you, so that we can live out our goal, our mission, our desire here at LSM to make Christ's name known. Pray all this in Christ's powerful, precious name. Amen. So like I said, this is based off uh, the verse 1 Peter 2.24. So this is what it says, that he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. And so he takes this verse and he breaks it down, as you see on your picture, into three parts. So there's three parts to our family tree. Before we look into it, it's obviously you have to have a conversation starter. You don't want to just jump in and be like, hey, let me tell you about my family tree. Let me tell you about how you're a sinner. That's probably not going to go over too well when you first start it. But like, because also you don't want to make it seem like, oh, I got to give this presentation. Is that this is a precious soul that God desires and that God desires to save. And so we truly want to not, we want to care about the person. And so it could just be something like, hey, tell me about your family. Or like, hey, do you, is there any way I could be praying for your family? Like, do you know about your family tree or your lineage or the history of it? And that could lead you to being, hey, like, can I tell you about my family tree? Can I tell you about kind of the history and lineage that, that I come from and how about my family tree and how my family tree can become your family tree? And so this can lead into parts. And so there's three parts to this tree. So the first part is this. It is the forbidden tree. So the forbidden tree, it's represented by the, the, the left half, if you will, of it, where it looks dead and kind of decrepit and dying. And you see the apple bitten off. And so this represents when God created Adam and Eve and put them in the Garden of Eden. And so he said they can enjoy all of creation, to eat all of just any of the other trees, any other fruits, except for this tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, to not eat of that tree, or else they would surely die. But what did they do is Adam and Eve, again, what they did is they chose to ignore God. They chose to go their own way and ignore God's design. And so because of this, they went away. They went away from God's design. They chose their own way. And this is what is called sin. So because they ignored God's design, and whenever we ignore God's design and choose to go our own way instead, that is what is called sin. And so because of the sin of Adam and Eve, and when you and I sin to go our own ways, is sin enters into the world and it affects and impacts everything. And it just causes a mess of everything. I think a lot of us can look around the world around us and say, man, this world is messy. And so whenever we sin, sin just makes things more and more messy. And so that is what that apple bit into represents. Not only does it represent Adam and Eve biting the apple, it represents them choosing to go their own way, but it's also representative of us when we choose to go our own way. We choose to go away from God and choose our own way, and we choose to sin. And again, it shows that sin is entered into the world, and sin always leads to a bigger and bigger mess. And so this is when we willfully follow our hearts instead of God's heart. And so now sin is into the world. We have the forbidden tree, and that's why we see in the first half of verse 24, he himself, Jesus, bore our sins. So he bore our sins, starting about the Adam and Eve, and even our sins. So that's the forbidden tree. But then we see the second part is the forgiveness tree. The forgiveness tree. So that's what it says in verse 24. It says in his bo- that he bore our sins in his body on the tree. So what Jesus did is that sin resulted, or sin resulted in us being separated from God. 
And so, but God doesn't want us to remain separated from him. He desires for us to be in a relationship with him. He desires for us to walk in accordance with him, just like it is back in the garden. And so God loves us so much that he sent Jesus, his one and only son, to die in our place for our sins. That's why I said he bore our sins in his body on the tree. And so Jesus bearing our sins is represented by what you see as those three nails and that crown of thorns hanging off the tree. That is what is represented by it, by Jesus boring our sins on the tree, by him dying on the cross. So Jesus stepped into our mess of sin into this world and he took on all of our mess, all of our sin and everything and died on the cross and he was buried in the tomb. But what we see in scripture is that he was raised to life that he is no longer buried in the tomb. That's why we don't see Jesus on this tree. That's why we just see the three nails and the crown of thorns because Jesus is no longer on the tree. Jesus is no longer in the tomb, but he has been raised to new life. And so this is God's grace and mercy being extended to us that he took on our penalty that we deserved. He died in our place that we deserved by again, bearing our sins in his body on the cross. And so that's the forgiveness tree. And that can move us into the third part of this, which is the forever tree. So that's what we see in the top right part of this tree where it just everything's blooming and it looks nice and it just looks new. And so that's what we see in the second half of verse 24, where it says that he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. So again, we have sinned against God. We are separated from him. And when Jesus died on the cross, he pays the penalty for our sins that have went against God. And so when that plan of God sending Jesus to die on the cross for us is revealed to us, is that we can place our faith and trust in God that what he did for us on the cross. And so we can actually be forgiven of our sins. We can be forgiven of that apple eating, if we will, forgiven of our sins. If we will admit our sin, admit that we have moved away from God's design. And that if we will turn from our sin, or what scripture calls it, that calls us to repent. So if we admit our sin, if we repent of our sins, and if we trust in Jesus and his finished work on the cross, then we are forgiven. So we admit our sin, turn from our sin, and believe in the finished work of Christ, then we are adopted into the family of God. So this tree now becomes our family tree is that we can talk about how we have new life in Christ. And not only do we get to live with God forever, but we get to live for God even right now. And so this is our family tree in the three different parts. And so then at the end, it says, how do I respond? And it gives us time where we can just give them a little prayer, just to put words to maybe what they're feeling in their hearts. So they're like, I need, I'm broken. I need to be fixed. Here's a helpful prayer just to put it to words of what you're feeling. And so this is how we can respond. And this is our family tree. So again, there's the three parts. There's the forbidden tree where Adam and Eve moved away and sin entered to the world. There's forgiveness tree where Jesus came and died for our sins. Now there's the forever tree where if we believe in Christ and his finished work, then we get to live for God forever and live for him right now. That we might die to sin and live to righteousness. So this is our family tree. And so uh, two things I want to point y'all out to help y'all with this is one, there is an app that you can download onto your phone. And so this is what it looks like if you go into the app store on your iPhones. Sorry, Android users. I don't know what it looks like on the Play Store. But this is what you would download. And then it'll just take you right through it. They have videos on it so that they can teach you again how to use this. You can also tell them uh, how your gospel conversation went and enter in their name. And it gives you a chance for them to be able to pray for that person too. 
And so it's just another way. Also, if you'll notice on y'all seats, y'all had a little sticker that you'll had on that. And so the point of that was actually you can put it on the back of your phones. And so that way, let's say if you're like at a restaurant or something, you could just have it laying down face up. So maybe you have a waiter or waitress go, hey, like, that's a really cool looking sticker. What does it mean? Well, that's, hey, that's my family tree. Can I tell you about my family tree? And it gives you an opportunity just to jump right into it. So where we can just have everyday conversations, being able to share the gospel. And so this is our family tree. This is just a simple way to be able to share another way to share it. So here's what I want y'all to do. I don't want to take any more of y'all's time. So I'm going to pray. And then after I pray, I want y'all to partner up with one other person like we did last week. I want y'all to spread out somewhere in the room. And then I want one person to be the designated person telling the gospel conversation. The other one being, I guess, the designated like unbeliever, if you will. And here's what I want y'all to do this time. I want y'all to pair up with someone different than you did last week. That, that, that's fine. So, so let me pray for us. Let me pray for us, and then I'll give us more instructions. But let's pray first. So, dear Lord, uh, we thank you for this. We thank you just even though that sin enters into the world and sin makes just everything so messy, we just thank you that Christ came into the world and, and just stepped into our mess. And he bore all of our sin for all of time forgiving us of our sin, that we can apply that forgiveness to our life, be forgiven and adopted into your family if we will repent of our sins and if we will just believe in Christ, believe in his finished work on the cross, place our faith in him, and that we can be saved and that we can live for you forever. So I pray, would you help equip us even more to be able to share this? I pray that more people will be adopted into your family and that this tree can become their family tree. So we thank you for all this. We thank you in advance for all that you're going to do. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.